to episode 336 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spake and I am joining from Dorawal country. Hello Ollie, how was your weekend in Sydney? How was your Vivid? Ah, it, look it was uh, I think you know, a bit of a treat to get to spend two nights in Sydney and have a little getaway away from the kids but yeah seeing the lights of Vivid is always a highlight. And it was nice to have the extra time to to wander around. We, I think we we covered a lot of distance <laughs> both evenings, but yeah, we really enjoyed seeing the you know, the different installations that were there. Is it something that is featured at night when it's dark? So I can imagine that if it's a light show, that's not much good during the day. Absolutely right. By and large, that's right. Uh, so I think. Generally speaking, it comes on at about 6 p.m. because in Sydney, you know, things are dark at that time and, yeah, lasts until late, late into the evening. So it's great to see you know, the city come to life, you know, the, the trains and the light rails sort of end at a particular point and the swathers of people just stream <laughs> down the streets towards uh, the different installations, you know, towards the harbour's edge and, and other, you know, iconic buildings that are just lit up with great different interpretations and, and lights. But the exception, Mel, was this year there was a new installation in some disused tunnels, uh, rail tunnels um, in the, the Wynyard area of Sydney, and uh, it was a ticketed event. But, uh, yeah, Cathy and I bought tickets and, and went and checked out Dark Spectrum, which was a sequence of, of different yeah, immersive experiences with lights and music and, and robotics and smoke and all sorts of things uh, over about uh, a kilometre's worth of tunnels underground. That sounds cool. And we did that at midday. So, yeah, that was fun. Oh, and that sounds like it would be only something that you wouldn't, have regular access to being where it mm. is so so that behind the scenes type feeling yeah yeah exactly uh, i think you know, my understanding was that they were never actually never actually put into use in any sort of capacity for for rail tunnels so there's no tracks or anything and uh, there a lot of effort went into cleaning all the you know rats and mice and and muck out of the tunnels so yeah it was a really unique experience so yeah a lot of fun. Thanks, Mel. What about you? How was how was your weekend? I also had an awesome weekend. Like there was I did a lot. I'm exhausted, to be yes. fair. <laughs> and it all started on, on Friday when I travelled to South Australia on the lands of the Ghana people, having secured cheap flights a while ago, only to discover friend of the pod, Brendan Peel, had done the very same. Now, I had the luxury of travelling Friday morning, which had me landing in Adelaide around 7am, giving me a full day to explore the CBD, something that I'd not done before. One thing I have learned on my tourist travels is that the local library can be quite a haven for a visitor. With the weather being on the cool side, my phone battery low and still too early to check into my accommodation, the library offered a warm, safe environment to charge my phone and spend some quiet time reading a magazine before heading off again exploring. It's also quite easy to walk from the airport into the CBD, being approximately seven kilometres to Rundle Mall, the heart of Adelaide's shopping precinct. Brendan flew in on an evening flight and was kind enough to offer to pick me up in his hire car Saturday morning for the 30-minute drive out to Anstey Hill Recreation Park Run. 
We did have a roving report from Greta in episode 264 at event 7 in December of 2021, so you can have a listen to that. But to recap, Anstey Hill Recreation Park Run is almost a complete loop in a 360-hectare bush recreation park of the same name, approximately 19 kilometres northeast of Adelaide and lying at the edge of the Mount Lofty Ranges. The park is a significant reserve and is home to both rare and vulnerable native plants and animals. The course enjoys substantial elevation, trending upwards for the first three kilometres, and despite foggy conditions, the views of the Adelaide CBD were visible. My Garmin registered 207 metres of gain, and the only kilometre I managed to run was the last one. But I wasn't worried at all, as there were plenty of others walking the hills, happy to exchange comments on the level of difficulty the course provides. There were 31 participants, skillfully overseen by EARD Anne Fry and her small team of seven volunteers. Anstey is dog-friendly, but there are no toilets on site, so you'll need to stop off on the way if you're travelling from further afield. Afterwards, we headed to a local cafe and joined Anne for brunch before more exploring, which included a visit to the Big Rocking Horse at... Now, I don't know how you say this town, Gumaracha, I'm going to say that, but please feel free to write in and let me know if I am wrong. Uh, Also, the State Theatre Company's Costume and Vintage Sale, plus Freedom Walks at South Para Reservoir and Nantuwama Park Runs. Now, the benefit for me, flying in early Friday and flying out late Saturday meant that I had two full days in Adelaide whilst only being away overnight, something I think I'll aim to continue although that 6am flight out of Tuller was a killer. I might scale that back a touch. Yeah. I also threw in a trip to the movies. Oh, yes. Something I don't get to do very often. What did you see? Um, <laughs> probably wasn't the wisest choice. It was called Maybe I Do. Ah, okay. It had Richard Gere. Ah, classic then. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It sounds like a it sounds like a you really made the most of being in Adelaide, Mel. It, it is a lovely town. I pack in everything. Yeah. It is yeah. absolutely lovely and nice chill environment too. Mm. A little less hustle and bustle than you find in Melbourne and Sydney. Thank you, Mr. Peel. Yeah. Certainly comes in handy. Oh, no, he was uh the perfect host. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, look, um, I suppose I, it was remiss of me not to say, I actually did manage a park run um, as well. Yeah, we did that out of order, Ollie. You were yeah. supposed to do yours first. I don't know how I got, I got onto job. mine. Sorry about that. I got distracted. You, you talked about, you know, the pretty lights and I got all distracted by them. Yes, tell us about your park run day. Yeah, because I hadn't set which park run I was to visit. Uh, I have been gradually, very gradually, trying to tick off the different Sydney park runs. I have a lot still to go, but they are predominantly in the north and west of Sydney. And I had some contemplation as to whether I would jump back in the car and and head out or make an early start and head out. But needless to say, after a late night looking at the lights, I was swayed to keep it a little closer to where I was staying in the CBD. So I got up and caught the light rail up to Moore Park um, at the stop there uh, for my second visit to Centennial Park Run, which is, of course, on the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. And we have heard a bit about Centennial Park Run before, but needless to say, I think you know, it's always worth a mention of the beautiful trees, um, the, the grassy fields there, and um, yeah, nice waterways that surround the track, uh, which is, I think, deceptively trailish 
for for a track that's around a, a park in a city, I think you know I was I take for granted just you know it is a, a little more bit more like an off road track. Um, but yeah, lots of lovely wildlife. Got to see the horses there, the geese, and what looked like black swans. So I was very excited by that. I stand corrected if they were in fact geese as well. I was I was park running. <laughs> At least she saw them, unlike the koi. That's right. That's right. But yeah, it was sunny and fresh. And I joined a large group from, given it had been a couple of years since I had last been for the first timers briefing. Uh, on count, I believe there were 86 first timers of the 381 finishers. So a healthy Goodness. dose of freshies to uh, Centennial Park run there. Maybe they were there for Vivid as well. I'm not sure. I didn't, didn't mm. ask them. But, yeah, absolutely loved the course, had the opportunity to score a PB, which was a great delight, and made it back back to the hotel to have a shower at 8 a.m., which felt really quite unusual. Wow. <laughs> so when you say a PB, that's what I was going to ask you. When you say mm. a PB, you don't mean it all up pb you mean a course pb oh, heavens no yes uh, course pb by somewhere around two minutes which was yeah which was nice uh but yeah all-time all pb is uh it's not sweating <laughs> the possibility <laughs> of me breaking it <laughs> anytime in the foreseeable future or ever not in this reality uh never say never never say never that's right that's right it's just it's not panicking oh. <laughs> But, well, I suppose around the parkrun traps, there, there's been a little bit going on. We had another special day. We did, and it's today, Ollie, being the 29th of May when we are recording, and it is in the Netherlands. They've got Wit Monday, and they've got, on my count, 11 events marked as running on their uh, their special events calendar on their website. So Whit Monday is a religious day celebrated the day after Pentecost and is widely observed as a public holiday. And we've got a bit to hear as we've got some adventurers out there mm. enjoying these special days, making us all jealous. Yes, yeah, that's right. But well done to everybody that uh, was able to enjoy Whit Monday over in the Netherlands. Yeah, and um, I suppose a little closer to home, it has, of course, or as of time of recording, it still is National Reconciliation Week in Australia. And... Um, yeah, it was nice to see a lot of people acknowledging that. We did have a swather of adventurers joining us at Dazzers this week to acknowledge the traditional lands on which they ran, walked or volunteered. That's right. So to recap a little bit, I will uh, I'll do my very best. So uh, Mel Flincher achieved her 250 and alphabet on Turbo Country uh, while partner Stu chalked up his 50. So congratulations to them both. Uh, Richard and Sally park walked on Wanarua lands. David Bravos tested his ankle on Wurundjeri slash Woiwurrung land. And Claire Corkle and Joe McLean kept it local on Durrell country. R.D. Beck Bailey had things in hand on Durrell country, while Andrea Booth visited Boonwurrung lands and Sonia Polman did likewise at Warramai lands. Bernadette Bennett stayed local at Awabakul and Waramai country, Andrew Johnston and Martine Barrett touristed to Ngunnawal country and Jonathan Morgan had fun on the land of the Ghana people. Jodie Maisie volunteered locally on Wurundjeri country. Billow did same, same but different 
and Georgina Devine ventured to a wobbagle. Additionally, we had Monty Slade, who got into the spirit, giving us a thumbs up from Stan Hus. Did I pronounce that right, Mel? Stan Hus. I hope so. (laughs) Okay. Monty, please correct me. Yes. Give us a thumbs up, Monty. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) We'll assume it's for this one. The last word goes to Spencer from Yarrabilba Parkrun, who said, For about a year now, we have included in our run brief an acknowledgement and all the run directors have their own. Mine is, we'd also like to acknowledge the traditional landowners and whose land we gather on in good health and fun, the Yugambik people. The name Yarrabilba comes from the Bundjalung language, meaning a place of song. Something to consider. Lovely. So, uh... Thank you very much, Spencer. Thank you, everyone, for reporting in to the, the, the many different lands and countries that you did park run from and for joining in the celebration of Reconciliation Week. But, uh, yeah, just, just a snippet of Dazza's. And, Mel, I think it's time to continue with another snippet, this time a roving report from over there on the other side of the planet. We're going to hear from Toc. Howdy parkrunners, it's Toc from Inverloch. We've come across, we're in the Netherlands this week, it's the uh, O'Connell World Tour. Um, we've come to Zuda Park, I think is how you pronounce it, or it could be Sweeter Park, or there's all types of interpretations. On the start line today, I was about five rows back, and there was a lady in front of her, and she's just absolutely blistered the pace out in front of us, and I'd like to say, g'day Claudia, how are you? Good, thank you, how are you? <laughs> Claudia, you're um, in a wheelchair. Yep. Yeah, had a racing wheelchair today. First yep. time I've seen one of those at a park run. Yeah. Um, a little bit confined at the start. Yeah, so it's the first time I've ever done park run in my racing chair. I'm used to doing it in my day chair, and I'm used to doing a lot more off-road courses because we have a lot more of those in the UK. Um, so I came here to do my Z a few years ago and thought this would be perfect for a racing chair. Uh, it's wide, flat, and uh, just rounded two laps, so it's quite nice. Bitchman so the whole way. Yeah, 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 perfect. So I thought, well, when we come back, Dad wanted his Z because he hadn't done it yet. So I said, well, I'll come bring my racing chair and, and give that a crack, hoping to, to beat the world record for, for women's wheelchair in part run. And uh, yeah, I think I did that today. I'm not sure yet. So potentially world record potentially, uh, for parkrun. Yeah, run? yeah. It's hard to get data on the on the wheelchairs, but um, yeah, I think I did thirteen something today. So which surpassed my expectations. So I had no idea how fast I'd be. You absolutely blistered. I, as I said at the start line, you were about five deep at the start, and you just sort of nudged your way through, or wormed your way through, and then you just went bang, and bang. you were gone. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, a little bit slow to get going once you started. Man, I thought I was just going to sit in behind you because I was using you as a little barricade to get through the crowd, and you just disappeared. Well, I wasn't really sure because I had no context of what time I was going to do, so I think I was sort of like, well, I kind of wanted to do around the 15 minutes, and I thought, well, runners, runners can sort of do that, but I didn't know, obviously, how fast the runners were going to be. Um, but, yeah, I got a bit bogged down at the start, but only because, obviously, my acceleration off the start line is a bit slower because I have to get the wheels going. Um, I had to be a little bit politely assertive at the start but everyone was really good which was really nice actually because um yeah everyone was really friendly and, and moved very kindly out of the way and then i just once i got up to speed just sort of didn't look back then kept pushing and i don't know if you heard but there was a runner from the uk just behind you yeah. yelling out to clear the path yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah giving a bit of a nudge to yeah. people as well which was really great yeah everyone was really really sportive and which is always always helpful so yeah your home runs bushy yep how do you go getting around bushy in the chair 
So I started Bushy Park Run as a runner. Um, and then when I became a wheelchair user, I, I was my, I didn't want to change park runs because I was now in a wheelchair. I wanted to do Bushy Park. So I started off doing like 50 minutes at Bushy Park. Um, and then depending on the weather, if it's middle of summer and it's dried out or if it's middle of winter, and it's frozen <laughs> over. Um, I think my PB there is about 20 minutes something. So I went from about 50 minutes to about 20 minutes. So uh, not bad, not bad, but it does very much depend on the time of year because if it's a bog, it's going to be slow. Yeah. And today you've uh, belted out something with a 13 in front yeah. of you. Yeah, and got the number one position token, which I've never had before. <laughs> and I don't think I'll be seeing again anytime soon. So, um, but I mean, this is the thing about, you know, being in a wheelchair and doing park run is, I mean, I've done one that was literally just around um, vineyards and it was a bog and it took me an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes, I think. And then you can come somewhere like this and I can do yeah. th- 13 minutes something. So, you know, I think it's the variety and that's the thing I enjoy the most about it is the different challenge of the courses. So. Uh, well done, Chloe. It was um, really great to see you just take off. You're real, as I said, once you put the hammer down, yeah, you yeah. just disappeared in, into the Netherlands. We, we couldn't see <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, yeah we the Netherlands. <laughs> no pun intended. And, uh, yeah, good luck on future courses. Thank you very much. Thank you. Howdy, park runners. We're in Parkours, the post-park run cafe. Just sitting here with Danny and the team having a bit of a chat about numbers today. Danny, what did you think of the numbers today? There were a lot of people. There was a big swather of people here. Um, I haven't seen such a large swather in all my time at a Z location for Park Run. I can't believe there's just so many. So, um, yeah, got a lot of people, but here we are, park faffing away and enjoying it. There's even a swather of people in the cafe and outside the cafe still hanging around, just having a good old faff. Yep, thanks, Danny. That uh, sounds like it's got it pretty well nailed for the day. Absolutely, it is indeed. <laughs> Thank you very much, Talk. It's lovely to meet you. And hello to everyone listening to Parkrun Adventures. And hi, Mel and Ollie, if you're listening. Take care, guys. And uh, what a swatherful, wonderful day it's been. And that was great to hear from Tok out at Souda Park. Uh, interesting, Ollie, Google Translate literally translates that word into South Park Park Run. So I wonder if those people from the Netherlands get a compass point for going to mm. Souda Park. But, uh, yeah, Tok spoke to Claudia who did uh, fast time in her racing chair. Haven't been able to establish if it is being recognised by Parkrun as of the world record, but uh, she was first finisher in a time of 13.36. Yes. Very speedy. Yes. <laughs> and also hearing from Danny Norman. So thanks for the shout-out, Danny. Nice to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, they're discussing the numbers there also at Souda Park. Mel, we've, we've heard from some others uh, because we've got some mail. You've got mail. We do. Who have we got first? Yeah, so first we have heard from Sarah L who said, Hi, Mel and Ollie. It was a glorious morning at Shepparton Park Run because as fate would have it, I achieved both my 100th run and 50th volunteer milestone on the same day. Would the informant have any insight about how common a double milestone is? My 250th run is now estimated for April 2026, but hopefully the 100th volunteer role will be earlier than that. I'm very keen for all the adventures that will occur along the way. Sarah L. Ah, congratulations, Sarah. Feel free to come back to Ainsbury Juniors anytime you want to bump up that volunteer ratio. (laughs) Ah, yes, yes, yes. 
So that was really good. Um, yeah, we can ask the informant. We'll see what they can rustle up with those stats. But we also, yes. Ollie, we heard from Brett Bailey. Unsurprising because, um, well, as you will hear, let's, let me read it first. It says, hi, guys. Not sure what happened with last week's stats as Tanya and I both certainly ran at Pegasus. Must have been a glitch there somewhere. Also, I have to do Zoomies right hand down as I often have 40 kilos of dog on leash on my right arm. So it's a bit tricky to lift the arm above the horizontal. I was unaware there was a hemispheric protocol. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Love your work. Cheers, Brett. Yes, Brett, we do have to apologise. We did have a glitch in our stats report that had omitted the South Island, hence our confusion last week when you did not appear. Thank you for letting us know. Yes, and I, I think uh, that's, that's a very good reason uh, for an angled zoomy there. A Brunner-weighted payload is, uh, is an obvious reason to tilt like that. Now, Ollie, we've got some late mail. Yes. I mean, we, we, what we were just saying earlier, it is a special day in the Netherlands today. So, yes, it's extra special now because um, we're going to hear from Tok again. Thank you very much to Tok, who's very much the uh, the roving reporter on the scene, and uh, we've been fortunate to get a bit of an update and a roving report coming to you immediately from Cargazoom Park Run. So before we cut across to the birthday boy, let's have a listen to Tok. Howdy parkrunners, it's Toki from Inverlochy here and we're at Cargazoom today for a bonus parkrun on Whit Monday in the Netherlands. It's one of the things like Australia has Christmas Day, the Netherlands celebrate their extra day on Whit Monday. And I've just discovered, thanks to Jelena, a resident of the Netherlands that came from New Zealand, that Toki in Dutch is the ultimate bogan. So here I am, I'm here. Let's have a crack at uh, Cargazoom and I'll uh, catch up with some people later. Cheers. Righto, parkrunners, we're walking around at the uh, finish line here of Cargazoom. And I've got Amanda Murray Hind with me. And I've got to say, I've been looking forward to meeting you. It's been, um, I've seen the name come up, I've heard it on the podcast, and I thought, I've got to see her. And when you said you were coming here today, I thought, yep, this is it. Woohoo! I can't believe that. So, no, that's madness. <laughs> so how are you, Amanda? I'm absolutely brilliant. And, and I can't believe you're here and the fact you're saying those words. <laughs> that is madness. Anyway, so, hello and welcome. So how did you find the park run today? Uh, Google Maps. Google Maps. Hey! <laughs> that's one for Danny. Um, yeah, it's great. I did it as a freedom last year when I came over to do uh, Kralinger Boss and Zelda Park. Zelda Park. No, it's the pronunciation. Thank you very much. Zelda Park. Zelda Park. Yeah. So, yeah. And how's the run Flat. today? Flat. Brilliant. Um, I started right at the back because I forgot to start my watch. So I was behind the tailwalker, said hello to Amy who was giving out tokens, uh, caught everyone, shweathered through the crowd and caught up to lovely Steve and Nikki T. Steve's Nikki T's dad and he has done his 500th today and like something like his 464th location or something mental anyway. So we... And he's been very generous. He's even brought the celebrations chocolates. Loads of celebrations chocolates. And so we paced him through to a great time for him. So that was Fantastic. Excellent. And give us a bit of a uh, spiel about the park run where you're on the, the team. 
Oh, I'm on the core team of the Shevon Forest Park Run in Otley in Yorkshire, and it is Yorkshire flat. It's got a lovely, beautiful... I shouldn't really do hand actions for a podcast, should I? But it's got a beautiful um, upward incline, shall we call it. And it's got a lovely trig, which is Trig Point, which the Ordnance Survey maps used to be mapped by in the 50s, and fantastic views across Yorkshire. It's stunning. So as soon as you say it's got a trig on it, you yeah. know it's upwardly flat. Yes, a small incline, <laughs> only two laps, very friendly as are all the park runs and, you know, everyone has an open invitation to please, please come along and see us. Excellent. All right, well, we're going to head off now to the cafe. Okay. Um, great to meet you. I've just got to say Bramley's family because that's where I come from, <laughs> that's my home, that's my family, so I can't leave them out, can't can I? Can't skip that bit. Excellent. No. So that's wonderful. So, um, Thank yeah. you. Cheers. Bedankt. Back again, guys, and I'm with Claire. Claire, you had a run around the uh, course today. How many courses have you done? How many different events? That was my 84th different venue. Okay, so you're homing in on the cow. You're doing quite well. Yes, I'm getting closer. And uh, I did ask your name of your home park, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, so you have a have a go and tell me. What's your home park run? Um, t- tell me what park run. It's in Newcastle, Hontain, UK. Okay. Um, and how many of the different events have you done around that area over there? Oh, God, I've lost, I've lost count. I mean, I've, got, I've, tw- I've done 28 park runs in the northeast out of the 34 that there's currently. I'm currently on a core team of a new one that's coming up soon. Okay, so getting involved in a core yes, team, I'm that's gonna be always a part, great fun. I'm going to be part of the core team of a new park run called Denton Dean. Excellent. And um, I guess we, we, won't, we won't sort of say how soon that's coming up because no. there's a lot of uh, UK listeners to the podcast and nope. we know we don't advertise inaugurals. But give us a bit of a description of the new one. What sort of course is it? Is it a flat? Is it hilly? Um, it's, a bit hi- it's a bit hilly, but it, it, it's, it's, it's hilly and kind of flat. So it's the west, west end of Newcastle. It's a, t- it's a two-lapper. Um, it's a lo- local community park run. I'm, I'm sort of getting this sense that every time someone from the UK says it's a little bit hilly, but it's flat, it's got a lot of hills in it. It just gives me that sense. It's, it's a bit mixed. It's a bit mixed, really. So it should, should be a good one. to be a good local small community park run. Cool. All right. Well, we might mosey along to the cafe and uh, get a coffee. Yes. Nice to meet you. Well done. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> Howdy park runners, we've found the cafe, we've gone through the line, we've finally got coffees and I'm sitting here with a group of uh, runners largely in Welsh tops but we've got one one that's a little bit different so I'll just go around the table and get you to introduce yourself and where your home park run is. Hi, I'm Johnny Armstrong, my home park run is Normby Hall in North Lincolnshire. Hi, I'm Anne Field and my home park run is Sandy Water in Llanelli, Wales. I'm Carl James, uh, my home park run is also Sandy Water. And I'm Kerry James, and again, home park run, Sandy Water. So the three in the Welsh tops are all from the same park run. Um, you made the journey over, obviously, for the, the extra day. Did you come over and do Saturday as well, or was it today a one-off? No, we, uh, we flew over on Sunday, yesterday. So uh, three of us flew from Bristol, one flew from Manchester. So some of the sensible ones, like us, got into town about three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, one individual decided to rock up at about midnight. Did you make it in time for the pub? Yeah, we, we, we made it in time for one last pint. There we go. I <laughs> oh, see so you've made it in time for the pub and the park run, so you've, you've timed it. Yeah, you've got there. You've got it's there. all successful as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so it's a bit of a luxury that Australians 
probably look at where you can jump across to another country so quickly for the special events where we're to jump across to another country the shortest one New Zealand's a five-hour flight um, so it's a, a little bit of a luxury how do you um, you find it for us we've come over for a couple of days oh we've come to Netherlands for a couple of days uh, how do you guys find being able to jump across like that sort of thing it, as you said it's so easy we, we, we jumped on a plane in Bristol we were in the air for less than an hour and we landed in Amsterdam four weeks ago we did the same thing we flew out of Gatwick Gatwick flew out of Gatwick we went to Oslo uh, and did a did a run there and it's it's amazing the difference in the weather in four weeks <laughs> we, we ran snow in Oslo and it's uh, it's about 20 degrees and lovely and warm here so but yeah we um, we've done quite a few around Europe so we've we've done Norway we've done Holland a couple of times we've done Denmark Sweden we're going back to Denmark and Sweden next week um, and we've done the German Unity Day as well in October so yep. and like you said it's so we take it for granted we didn't even catch a train we caught the train to um, to the Hague last year uh, uh, straight out of St Pancras in London so it was it's a different ball game altogether it's amazing connections that you've got and I guess looking outside we're in a cafe looking outside there's a fair bit of sun out there we did see a lot of footage from that Norway extra day where it actually snowed during park run be fair to say the last couple of weeks have been pretty stunning over through Europe I think that the mindset is a, is a massive change. 18 months ago, we drove 10 miles to a park run that we'd never been to before, and we thought we were the other side of the world, and there we are. So it's yeah, it's completely different. In 12 months, we've expanded the boundaries. And now you've done multi-countries in, yeah. in the last month. You've been to a couple of different countries. Yeah. and. Yeah. I think some of it, mind. I think some of it reverts back to COVID. I think when we were all locked down with COVID, and you, when you can't do something, you realise what you're missing, and you want to do it. So as soon as things started opening up, it was going to make the most of this. Yep. We've got all this stuff on our doorstep. Let's do it. Grab the opportunity while it's there. And it's and it's an, people look at us daft sometimes. We've come over on a Sunday. We go home on a Tuesday. We're only here for 48 hours, if that. And people look at the staff, they, the locals say, you've come all the way here to run 5K. But it's not about that. It's about an excuse to go to a city, a place that you would never go to. An experience. Yeah. yeah. I'd never even heard of Leiden before. We went, there we are staying. The passport control always look at us uh, a bit strangely when, uh, when they're saying, what's your reason for visiting Holland or wherever it may be? And uh, a part run, part run, part run, part run, part run. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it International Part Run Day? You know. So it's not a cult, but um, it is. Oh, yeah. It is. Bordering <laughs> on, I think. It's bordering on. Oh, guys, it's been great chatting. Um, thanks for having a chat, and um, yeah, we'll maybe see you at a park run around somewhere. Enjoy your day. And you. Thank you. Howdy, it's the birthday boy here with some of the goings on for June 2023. In case you were wondering, a birthday boy is never late nor are they early. They arrive precisely when they mean to. June in 2023 has six parkrun days. Yes, six. But there are only four parkrun days for us non-international folk. With week one on the 3rd of June, week two on the 10th, week three on the 17th, week four on the 24th. International folk have special events on the 5th of June in Denmark for their Constitution Day and on the 6th of June in Sweden for Swedish National Day. There'll be several trains between their capital cities, 
so I expect that there will be loads of parkrun chat occurring in those carriages. I remind her first with the standard anniversary caveat. Events may celebrate what they like, when they like. So please check all details with the local source, i.e. their webpage and or their Facebook page. This is especially true for dress-ups, cakes, etc. Is there anyone joining Main Beach on 12? Still no, while we wait for New Farm in September. Now, let's check out the first anniversaries. Week 1 has Kirkdale Reserve in Victoria. Week 2 we have nothing, and the same in weeks 3 and 4, nothing. And now for Parkrun Independence events, their 11th anniversaries. This month has a special day for Newey in Newcastle, in New South Wales, with their newest anniversary of 11. Legs 11, congrats. If you're a fan of 10th birthdays, then you have plenty to choose from in June. Canning River, WA, Sandon Point, New South Wales, Mitchelton, Queensland, North Shore, Queensland, Gladstone, Queensland in Queensland, and Logan River in Queensland. As per the request to include junior park runs, in June we have Thorndon Junior Park Run turning three. If you're in South Australia, why not give them a hoy, as the roster is never full. As with all parkrun adventures, the parkrun cancellations page is a valuable tool. See parkrun.com.au forward slash cancellations. The official cancellation page contains information for the coming weekend, plus two further weeks. So be sure to check it again mid-month if you're adventuring later in June. Well, see you next month for some more birthday boy banter. And be sure to let Mel and Ollie know if you have any requests. That all sounds like a lot of fun over there. I am very much suffering from FOMO, Ollie. Now, we got confirmation on the pronunciation of Souter Park. That's right. It's good to have learnt that because I've been uh, getting that one wrong for quite a while. Yep. And uh, a little bit of a discussion about how easy it is for those Europeans to just jump countries. Yes. More FOMO. (laughs) But I I did enjoy just hearing a little bit about uh, some of the home park runs over there. Definitely some elevation, uh, undulation and all those wonderful things. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to everyone out there enjoying uh, the special day. And, um, look, speaking of special days, thank you also to our birthday boy. Yes, bringing us um, what's coming up in June. Two more special days for those spoilt Europeans. They've got uh, Denmark's Constitution Day coming up on the 5th of June and Sweden's Swedish National Day on the 6th of June. I've just repeated what the birthday boy already said. That's right. There you go. It was that good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a happy birthday to Thornden Juniors, turning yeah. three. Big cheer for them. But, Gosh. Mel, here's something that you won't be repeating. Oh. It's the Consolidated Club report because no one said it yet. <laughs> well, you just did, Ollie. So now I'm repeating that the Adventurous Consolidated Club report for Saturday the 27th of May 2023 Featured a total of 429 members, 337 took part on this date at 173 locations. There were 25 events in the UK, 5 in the Netherlands, 3 in Italy, 2 each in South Africa and Austria, and the USA, Canada and Germany had 1. Locally, we had adventurers at 35 events in Victoria, 31 events in Queensland, 
eight events in South Australia, seven events in WA, the ACT and the North Island had four, and there was one each in Tasmania, the Northern Tree and South Island. That's a clean, oh, what is it, a bowling strike? Is that is a strike? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. But where was our fronds? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> there were ten passionistas at Shell Harbour, and two events had fronds of six. They were Tuggeranong. Yep. In the ACT who had Andrew Johnston, Will Barlow, Martine Barrett, Roberta Winters, Rebecca Gordon and Alistair Buchanan and Westerfolds down here in the greatest state with Billow, Sally Heppleston, Marg Prowse, Tanya Pollard and Michael Charlton. Yeah, fantastic. And a uh, shout out to some of the volunteers. We know some of our uh, adventurers were certainly helping out, particularly at the uh, Medibank uh, event at Tuggers. Uh, with the team on the line being uh, two of our, our our close friends. Absolutely there was. So, yes, but it was lots of celebrations going on because there were three launches this last weekend, Ollie. And where were they, Mel? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. They were in Victoria. Funnily enough, we had Woodlands Historic Park in Greenvale that had 171 attend to their launch. Now, Woodlands Historic Park is going to be the closest park run to our major airport, Tullamarine. So mm. that's going to be very popular, I would say. Also is a regular location for some trail runs, some local trail runs. So no doubt those trails are already well utilised and um, I'm looking forward to getting out there and investigating. Now, we also had Marinda Dam Park Run launch with 147 participants. That's out in Healesville, filling in a nice little gap out that way. And also Kilmore Racecourse Walking Track in, of course, Kilmore with 92 out there checking out that location. So I will bring more on those new events as I visit in due course. Thank you and congratulations to the teams behind those events. Well done in getting them up and running and, uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing more about them. Uh, speaking of up and running, Mel, uh, it's getting closer. It is almost longest run time. We have mentioned a couple of the longest runs and I have been seeing a few updates. I'm a little nervous that maybe the list that we've got isn't the full and complete list, but I might do my best and just recite those. I'm not sure how many people, how many of our adventurers are considering heading out to the longest run, and I trust many of you will be well and truly across the details now. But there are some good options, Mel. Well, just read them in date order. That's all I'm concerned about, Ollie, because I'm looking at that list and it's doing my head in. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. One job, date order. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look, let's let's kick it off in the south, the Victorian state. Uh, on the eleventh, there appear to be well uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, not sure the right word for that, but a lot of longest runs in Melbourne. So um, the western suburbs, and and is that kicking off at Toolan Creek? The Western Suburbs one? It would not surprise me. Now, I haven't, I haven't checked the events in order, but it is often the case that yeah. they do start out at Toolan Creek. Hmm. There we are. Yeah, so Sunday the 11th, we have the West starting in Toolan Creek. We have Gippsland also on the 11th and the North East slash Bright on the 11th. 
So that's the Melbourneian longest runs that I am aware of, Mel. Have I missed any that you know of? No, but I'm interested you kept saying Melbourneian. We're Melbourne. <laughs> it's Melbourne, Ollie. <laughs> I'll have to practice that. I've got a little bit of time left to practice that. <laughs> uh, also, on the 11th, Sydney is having its longest run. So there is a Sydney longest run uh, events to be confirmed as of my last check, but looking forward to that. And a newbie, Central Coast and Lake Macquarie, Lake Mac on Sunday the 11th. So some options uh, to the north of me, Mel. Um, I think there are still some plans happening there, up to seven events or seven events not confirmed as far as I can tell, but they would be great to check out as well. I'm at a concert the night before, so I'm not sure if I will make the start of the Sydney longest run or what the plan will be. Just stay up all night. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the concert's in the south, um, as in south from me. So, yeah, logistically it's a bit of a challenge, but I'll work it out. So the, a healthy dose for the 11th and then – Following that, the following week, our Queenslanders are getting into the action. So the 18th of June, we have Brisbane Northside on Sunday the 18th, as well as the sunny coast. So if anyone wants to trek north, that's your, that's your Queensland weekend. And rounding it out Sunday the 25th of June, Adelaide joins the action. So Adelaide's longest run on Sunday the 25th, as well as the Sydney South Coast, the Coast to Cows, which is uh, my local, and uh, will incorporate the uh, Wollongong and Southern Highlands-based park runs, including my very own favourite, Shell Harbour. Fabulous. So Sydney's got three and Melbourne's got three. Yeah. How about that? Well, Victoria. shouldn't say Melbourne. You wrote Melbourne. I didn't do that. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, I did copy and paste. So uh, credit to the Longest Run Australia uh, Facebook page. Please jump on there if you haven't already. Check out the updates. That is a great source of information and the event invites are posted in there. So look forward to seeing some or or many um, of you out along the way. I'm not sure I will complete a full Longest Run this year, though, Mel. I have a dancing concert in the middle of the day on the 25th. Oh, what dance are you doing, Ollie? <laughs> well, a bit of tap, a bit of ballet. Um, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and thank you to to the organisers who um, dream up these wonderful organic events and to the people that follow along because, let's face it, it's a great idea. I'm actually not sure if I'm going to get to any either, being that they are starting on my doorstep, but I will have juniors on Sunday morning, of course, mm. and guests coming down from Toowoomba. So hmm, I'll just leave that with you to guess who that might be. Yeah. Can't think, can't think. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we hope to hear. If, if you happen to be out at a longest run over the month of June and um, there's a bit of a story or a bit of an event, please feel free to record a roving report or give us a bit of an update in Daz's or in our mailbox. Absolutely. But this is the time of the pod where we check in with each other about where we're going to be on Saturday morning, Ollie, but... It's a little bit exciting this week. I'm excited. Yes. Because you're going to be in town. Are we announcing that? Are we going to say where we're going to be? Yeah, I think we're going to say where we're going to be. Um, I'm looking forward to joining some Melbournians. <laughs> it's Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> 
You are. You are going to come down and uh, I'm going to meet you out at Woodlands Historic Park Park Run and we're going to get our number twos. That's right. I haven't had many number number twos. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I and uh, you mentioned trail. So I'm, I'm particularly excited about that. What's the course like, Mel? Well, I haven't been there yet. Report <laughs> <laughs> back next week. Good point. I'm gonna here. I'm gonna take a stab. It's gonna be um, off road. Um, it's gonna maybe be undulating with some elevation. How's that? Sounds perfect. That's that's Mel's magic crystal ball. See how I go. <laughs> Excellent. We might see some kangaroos. <laughs> oh, well, no, that, that'll be a lot of fun. But, mm. uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But somebody else who's having a lot of fun next weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. Our office lady is uh, running a little run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. The Simpson Desert Ultra up in Birdsville, which I still haven't got my head around. And the training she has been doing, uh, I mean, she's going to absolutely smash it. But um, really looking forward to uh, to seeing and to following her efforts there. I'm sure it is going to be in a spectacular time. Absolutely is. Now, it's described as an ultra marathon event in the heart of the Australian outback. Sam is going to be taking part in the 50-kilometre event. There is, of course, a variety of distances of 100, a 75, and a 25. Mm-hmm. It is touted as something for those new to the ultra scene as well as those more accustomed to the gruelling nature of such events. So it takes place near Birdsville in southwest Queensland on the edge of the Simpson Desert and is said to traverse a variety of terrains. terrains. So namely sand dunes, Ollie. Oh, wow. That hadn't occurred to me. Oh, Oh, Sam. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Oh, Sam, what have you done? (laughs) (laughs) No, we are absolutely proud of her. We know she's going to do amazingly. We're all behind you, Sam. We wish you all the very best. You've put in all the hard work, all the hard training. And, um, yeah, now all you've got to do is get it done. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. Yep. So that's it. That is indeed it. Uh, Thank you, Mel, for a catch-up. I look forward to catching up in person this Park Run day. But um, that brings us to the end of our pod. And, and, um, of course, that means, as always, if there is more, if anyone would like to send us a mail for next week, you can contact us either via Facebook or the socials or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But for another week, uh, that is it, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures.
We've got a swather of feedback this week, beige man. We've what? Emails, messages. I know what feedback is. What's a swather? It means many of things. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Like you've been wrong a swather of times. No, I don't think you're using it right. You're a swather of ditzy. No, that's not. You can ask anyone. Except the office lady. Why not her? Oh, I don't know. She seems a bit angry about people using it. Hmm. Well, in that case, it's my new favourite word. Why's that? Never liked her. Kept taking my comfy chair. Anything to get her goat. Get her goat? I didn't know she has a goat. Get her goat to irritate someone. Old man, you're making no sense at all. Time for your nap. It's a well-known phrase. Sleep well, beige man. I'm going out for a caramel.